Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. Uh, folks at home, folks at home, how you doing? Thank you for hanging in there with us. You are watching a very special episode, Pete, of Ike Live on a Tuesday night. I would say our most viewed episode. Probably the most viewed episode ever. I think for a lot of reasons. I think because uh, probably because it, it, it's it's been a crazy two or three weeks in the sport of professional bass fishing. People are trying to make sense of it. Hopefully, we're we're putting the pieces of the puzzle together a little bit. I think from Dave Preck, we got some great insight on the mindset of bass. Um, maybe what they did right and what they did wrong i think we got some great insight from bill taylor at, at flw and uh definitely a different model with with staying steady there and and sticking you know what you they think know. about flw and, and he he alluded to it he said i mean they've been losing guys every year to the elites yeah they're they're used to this turnover yeah in their this model. is more natural for them yeah it's where else it it's not such a shock right as it as it is with the elites right Right. What they're experiencing. Right. right. Yeah, with the elites, it's always been the cream of the crop. Mm -hmm. They've gotten the defectors, mm -hmm. and now they've sort of are losing guys. That, they, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, I, it's swip swapped a lot. I got a lot of message yeah. about you guys softball and Bill Taylor. I know. I'm well, just saying. Uh, I, I got yeah. <laughs> I, well, let me. Not a lot of axes to grind which, in this uh, room. Yeah. Which one? FLW. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Which Bill which Taylor? Bill Taylor. Which Bill Taylor? That's, that is a good point. <laughs> no, I mean, and, and, and just to cover our tracks real quick, I, I'd say there's two pieces to that. One is honestly, I do have a, a soft spot for Bill Taylor because honestly, it was a, it was a key part of my career, yeah. and I like I like FLW. The other part, and we mentioned it off camera, and I'm not knocking FLW, but they are less of a player in this big picture right now than the other two organizations, right? They have taken a back seat, sorta, in, in, in you know, in the light of what's going on. Not saying they're less important, mm -hmm. but they've definitely taken a back seat to being the big players of what's transpired in the last few weeks. So, by default, that that was probably a little less dynamic. But I think it was important to address FLW, you know. But, you know, I, I've said it on the show before, so I didn't want to, like, repeat it to Bill because Bill's not really a decision-maker in this regard. But for me, like, w when I side with the anglers on this is in Pete's case. Like, when I was fishing FLW, yeah, Pete was also, and Pete was killing it. Yeah. And FLW's model was different in bass in terms of those guys issuing people boats and relaxed entry fees. Right. And Pete was killing it, and Pete wasn't one of the guys that was being given one of these boats when others were that yeah. weren't nowhere near at his caliber. And right. that's the only that's one of the few things that make me like go against the organizations in yeah. these arguments, man. Like Yeah, it, well that that's something we probably missed is talking about that political side where guys were granted sponsorships when they maybe didn't deserve it and the are we, same, talk, are we talking about MLF? Right we're, now? we're talking about FLW. Oh, we're talking yeah. about the old Still FLW, FLW teams. No, I'm just saying. But we're talking I, about politics. No, yeah, but I think people. I think the same can be said for MLF, exactly. and we should really address we it, need yeah. to address that tonight. We need to ask call Boyd to the plate on it. It's we it's, need to clear it's, that up. It's been the nature of this sport since day one. I remember back in uh, the the bat, the top 100 days, and, 
you know, when um, some sponsors would come on board and, you know, you'd get your favorites. You know, the, yeah. the tournament organization would would put their favorites in, yep. like the Advanced Auto Parts yep. sponsorships, and they would get that stuff out. And then FLW had their series of, you know, what from the out from my perspective is favorites. You know? Yeah. Yeah, guys with less credentials getting bigger deals. Yeah. And uh, and then, and and we're seeing that. In the MLF now, we're seeing guys that that, um, that are really pissed because they yeah. feel like they have but, better credentials yeah. and they did not get I invited. I think it's justified. I think it's justified to be mm-hmm. pissed off. I think the ultimate end goal in this sport is to eliminate that totally. You know, yeah. but, but I, I I think we got to get there. We're certainly not there yet because mm-hmm. it's it's still happening, and here we are in... in well, uh, speaking of pissed off people... Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, we got a caller on the line, uh, I think this first time on the show. Man, really great, amazing angler, good guy, uh, good good friend of mine on tour, fellow Pure Fishing Pro Staff member, Hank Cherry, everybody joining us tonight. Hank! Mikey, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Good to hear from you. Dude, I'm doing good. I'll go ahead and let you know, too. I'm now one of, I guess I'm the newest member of the Basscat team. Wow! Is that true? That's true. Hey! Uh, hey! Congratulations. congratulations. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> Brian's, mad yeah. at me. Brian's mad at me for screaming, but that's worth screaming about. I don't scream too much. So, uh, I guess we were talking about being political, huh? It's talking <laughs> about being political. It was, it was a, actually a great segue uh, to, to, to get you on the phone. I, I, I want to hear it from you because this, you know, again, we're 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 seeing a lot of social media posts. We're seeing, you know, sort of guys come through the IM chiming in, um, but we're hearing we're hearing from a lot of people that, you know, what's happened? What's happened in the last couple of weeks is 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 weird from the respect that there seems like an unfair. Biased or selection process, or, or an unfair selection process, poli- <laughs> political process involved on who was invited, who wasn't, who's going to stay, who's going to go. G- give us your thoughts on it, Hank, and, and, well, and give us your mindset on on what's what's going on right now with the sport. All right, well, the, the, the best way I could start out with that is, you know, all I've heard about is in, in the post or in all that. First of all, let me go ahead and say this. I wish all the anglers in whichever direction they go, I wish them the best. I truly mm-hmm. do. I have a lot of buddies that cross lines. This isn't anything personal with, with them, particularly. Yep. There are issues with higher powers of be, but I am so tired of hearing that we got the 80 best anglers. Because I just had a score tracker update, and it determined that's a lie. <laughs> you can go down the list and you can look at it. Favoritism was put into it. Uh, the biggest thing, like myself and other guys that didn't get invited, we wanted to know why. They have no answer for why. The answer, the answer of all says to crock shit. I'll tell you this. Now, in the position that I'm looking at it, um, you can go by rankings, you can go by career earnings, you can go by whatever. But whatever credential they went through, you could tell, Mike, that this was an obvious attempt to gut and destroy back. Because if not, there are a bunch of big names in FOW that definitely deserve to be in there. Do you not agree? Uh, we've we've heard that. I mean, there's a few obvious ones that pop up too, right? You got to Scott you, Martin, Scott Martin, Brian Thrift. Yeah. Uh, I mean, two. Of, you you got to look at those two guys. You got to look at especially Brian Thrift, in my opinion. You got to look at him and say, is he not 
the most one of the most dominant anglers in the world? And the answer's got to be yes, right? I don't I don't well, care if you follow, follow FLW or not. He's the most dominant angler in the world. So absolutely, there's names that stick out that got ignored. Yeah. So here's my thing, though, with that. If you have the first chance to be new and you've got your choice and you can go get the 80 best guys in the industry, why not do that? Is there political motivation behind that? Are there personal problems behind that? Is it because not everybody's slinging a crappy white rod? Who knows? Right. But I can, I can, I can tell you this. It's shown to a lot of people in the industry. Now, great. What, what is going to happen and what's going to transpire from this once it goes on? It has the makings of being a very great thing. But there's been look, there's been social media posts from spouses, other anglers that are going that way, where they make comments where you guys should be happy. We got your fifty thousand dollar rating. Or spouse put on something on social media about, well, guess what? We worked really hard to get this, but we're not going to be able to see all this come to fruition. We're glad it are. Well, look, there's forty of us that got left behind. Yeah. I mean, just got thrown out like you're not even in consideration. And it wasn't just playing with people's, it wasn't just playing a game, it's playing with people's careers. Yeah. There's 40 of us that are still left to pick up the pieces and move on with that. And we're determined to do that, and we're going to do that. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't think it should be sugarcoated in the public's eye like this was a cut, clean process. Right. I, I, I agree. I mean, I think I think we need to look at that. I think it, you know... To, to be, uh, we mentioned it in the interview with Dave Pratt. Yep, we mentioned it over and over. You're going to hear that word tonight. Transparency, right? At this time, more important than any other time, we should know about these things. They, we, we should we should uncover them and figure it out now as we move yeah. on, you know? The co- well, see, there's, a, there's, a, there's a major thing that is a good and a bad thing in our sport. One good thing is you can fish as long as you want to fish. And the bad thing about that, on the other hand, is you can fish as long as you want to fish. <laughs> right. People have memories and star power of what some guys were, not what's transpiring right now in front of them. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yes, I do. So there's, there's a lot to do that. And then on the, on the other side of that, you look at probably the most thing that had me discussed this whole time, just off the side, far, I guess, was that dumb, stupid, tech social media post from a tennis. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That was a shot across the bow of everybody that fishes a professional boat. What was that shot? Saying that KVD was the only one that was ah, on the boat. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that, that's hurtful. That's painful that's hurtful, for yeah. anybody that's ever competed that's hurtful. professionally. Yeah. And that's arrogant. That's extreme yeah. arrogance. Yeah. No, nobody's denying his greatness and what he's done for the sport. Nobody's denying your greatness and what you've done for the sport. But here's the fact of the matter is, at the end of the day, what you're trying to get together is to form one solid brotherhood. Yeah. Well, everybody in that brotherhood, whether they finished last in the tour or first, they're still part of the brotherhood. They put their pants on the same, right. they go out fishing, they try hard. Yeah. Don't tell someone that's been competing their whole life to get to a point, if they leave and go somewhere else, that they're, irre- that they're replaceable. It just doesn't work that way. Right. I'd like to see our sport get to that point, Hank, because... You know, our, our sport is still driven by who can get more sponsors than the other guy. You know, and it's not, it, it, you know, the guys with money uh, and backing can last longer than the guys with talent in, in our yeah. sport. It needs to change eventually. And, yeah. See, and I, I, and I know y'all made the point earlier about you'd like to see a list of the guys that became millionaires and the guys that went bankrupt. Well, let's look at what's going to transpire now, what's going forward. 
although this is a great idea, I still believe that MLS is a better endeavor for the guys that are more accomplished, have their Angler of the Year title, have their class of the title, have got the things they dreamed about to move forward and try to grow the sport. But when you go look at that and the way it's set up, it's not set up for that field, the whole field speed. The format is not there for that. The competition is too strong, and that's just the way it is. When you look at the sport, no matter if you fish locally, Mike, you know from fishing the elite, fishing the tour, BFL, when you show up, you know who the hammers are. Yeah. Right? You know right off who the hammers are. Yeah. And in every sport, every tournament trail, no matter what you fish, you've got to have some sales. And you know what hammers do the nails. They beat on them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Agreed. I mean, that's, that's, the reality, that's the reality of the whole thing. Yeah. So my thing is, and I guess my frustration was, if we're pushing the sport forward, and we're going to put the best product out there with the best ang- best 80 anglers. Why are the best 80 anglers out there? Right. With some kind of qualification set, criteria set, this is why we did it. This, this is yeah. the, the, the common answer that I've heard is that they selected the anglers that have the best chance for helping them move their mission forward. And that what that basically seems like is a whitewash stroke saying that 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 allows us a little creative license to pick guys that have a better brand or have a better relationship or it allows us to circumvent the the hierarchy of qualification. Right. You oh know? yeah, I, but I understand that, but here's here's another point of that. Pete, if you're going to do that, then wouldn't it make sense that your first pick would be the one guy fishing professionally that has a whole other country behind it. Right. Right? Sure. That would be your obvious tip. Conor McGregor. Number one right there. He's got more followers than anybody. Conor McGregor? Is that who we're talking about? We're no. talking about Whoops. Conor McGregor? Does he even hey, that would be a great one to have on there. <laughs> That's a good who, call. Who, who did you, you say that was, Hank? Carl. 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 Yeah. You would have everybody. Everybody yeah. from Australia is there. Right? Yeah. All right, I, Hank. Let me let me let me call you to plane on something. Is there? Uh, give me one name on the on the seventy nine uh, MLF <laughs> list right now that you don't think belong deserves to be there. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you want know me to name one? Just name one. I name one. Boyd Duckett. He's got too much involved outside of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the one I expected. <laughs> How's that? That's a good one. <laughs> well, hey, you know, hey, on the flip side of this, uh, you know, with where you're at with bass, man, things are huge this year. You have an opportunity to get a, a million times more exposure this year yeah. than ever before. Yeah. More money. Um, you the, you know, let's face it, the field is probably at its weakest. That 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 Bassmasters has ever fielded so opportunity to generate money to generate classic wins angler of the year titles the you know and and a massive massive media platform um there's a lot going on over there right now there is there is a lot going on it's it's kind of a it's kind of a scary new time you know because when i came in i didn't know any different i you know i, I knew oh dyke and elliott the ski races uh greg hackney jacob Parraz, and just Kevin Van Dam. That's the ones I knew. This is a totally whole new, quote unquote, virgin experience for me. Um, honestly, I've never seen this much attention to the angler. Um, and to go on that, which I said earlier, 
I have to agree with you, Bill. Bill Taylor is one of the best guys I've ever met fishing. When all this first started going down, I was one of the first ones that called him, just filling out because you never know what's going to happen mm-hmm. way back when. Um, when you fish over there at SOW, every tournament I've ever fished there from a VFL on up, they always told you thank you for your business. That's one thing that I really, really uh, cherish about them. Um, and I'm like Mike and other guys. I got my start over there. Um, but when it comes down to it, there are a lot of, there are a lot, a lot of uh, new exciting things that are going to be happening fast, and it's going to be a work in progress. And we're going to put out, um, you know, the best show we possibly can. Yeah. How, Hank, how much, uh, how much influence are you going to personally try to have over there? Are you, are you in constant contact with them right now and, and, and pushing them to do the right things? Right now, we are in constant contact with somebody every day, which is kind of weird, but it's somebody yeah. every day bouncing off ideas, trying to get, um, just trying to get solid and get some unity. Yeah. You know, if, if I was, I'd be lying if I told you that everybody wasn't just totally bashed and upset and scared at first. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of us had the same feelings. You kind of understand not getting invited, but not understand not having a reason. Um, not really knowing what your home is going to be. Are we going to have a place to fish? What's going to happen? And the first thought that comes to your mind is it's all gone. It's gutted. And then you sit back and look and you look at the list of guys we have left. It's not like we were just left with a bunch of Cracker Jack kids. We've, just, we've got some very, very good anglers still. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Dave, I know there's a bunch of questions coming from the IM for Hank. There is. Uh, Hank, uh, Dave the Hank, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> hey, Dave. <laughs> so the IM, there's an overwhelming theme, and the theme is that when you have an upstart company, it's not necessarily about talent in this regard. It's more about who can promote it. And the, the, the crux is that you don't have a big enough uh, footprint, I say, in social media where they, they would find you valuable. That, that's, what the, that's what a very large percentage of the IMs are coming through. And I'd like to hear, you, hear your comment on that. Well, two, th- two things to that. One, I don't, I don't know who judges that. Number two, I think if you show up and it's been to any of our weight and you see the fans come, I have an extremely long line of people that would like my autograph. Not like Mike, not like Kevin, but if you look at my fan base, my fan base is supposed to be their target audience that they're going at. You look at most of my fan base, it's kids and upgrowing kids because I give them the message they need to go to college, get their education. In case things like this happen or it doesn't work out and they have to go on. So immediate something is something that I lack in. Of course, uh, of course, I try my best and I've been growing it and working on it. Uh, have their very been all that comfortable with uh, camera, but since I've been at Bass and been on TV and been fishing, I've gotten better with that. But I'm not basing people off that off of that thing because if you go look, uh, this numbers have been pulled by media guys. My media numbers are still higher than those guys that got selected. Copy that. And you'll be surprised to know KBD commented on the IM board, and he said, Hank, he said, Hank, you're not part of the community. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be the real KBD, because I think he would say that. <laughs> we also have an FLW insider who wishes to remain anonymous mm. and would like to know what is the motivation behind trying to sway people from going to MLF. What is the motivation? If is is there a motivation, and what, what if so, what is it? 
there, there's, there's not a there's not a sway. There's not a motive. Everybody had to make their choice. Like I said, I can't make that. I can't make that choice for them. All that I can tell them is that if you're going to have this great brand new thing, then equally across the board, if you're a professional team, you're not going to go get Terry Bradshaw to play quarterback for you right now. You're going to get the best guys available. If you're going to be new, the first time out, you get the best guys available. So with that looking at it, that's just showing that that group, leadership group, did not have the anglers in mind. It wasn't the best for the anglers. That's what I keep hearing, and that's the point I'm getting across. This is not about the anglers. This was an attempt to gut back. Egos yeah. getting away. Mike knows what I'm talking about. Egos cause problems, and this is another case of where this happened. Well, when you now, say what happened five years from now, I don't know. And there, there was a follow-up question to that, and it was, what is your feeling on the FLW guys filling the void in bass? Um, you know, I that's not something that I really, I, I really think of, because I never, from coming from over there and knowing so many FLW guys, I don't set myself apart from them as one league or another. There are some great fishermen over there. The one thing that bass has always prided themselves upon is the qualification process. Now, as we all know, if we just fish the qualified guys this year, the bill would be extremely small. Um, and I have no problem if those guys want to get their hat and jump in the ring, but the problem is, there you go again, it's a selection process where it becomes political, who doesn't fish, who yeah. fishes, so I guess once again, it's not a perfect world. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you what, guys, from, from being someone that's watching the IM board, when Hank was on, it jumped up about a hundred, hundred comments coming through, and I'm not even caught up. I'm about eighty behind. Yeah, yeah. What? They probably, they probably all hate you. They yeah. like you, nah? They like you. Hey, Hank, uh, you you talk about their intent was to gut bass. Yeah. Why? Why do Why do they want to gut bass? Well, I think somewhere along the line there. There were probably some offers made to buy back from other people, and it didn't happen. Their feelings got hurt when the Andersons came in, so their attempt was to go straight at bass and cut them. There's no doubt. If you just look at what they took and how they took it, it was intentionally to hurt bass. If it was to grow the sport and be intentional, there would have been a more of a 50-30, 40-40 split between the league getting guys invited. I mean, you can go through the rankings and go wherever you look. There are other guys that deserve to be there. More more than myself. My whole part wasn't that I didn't get invited. My whole point was you tell me why. You give me one reason why. Yeah. Nobody can give you that reason why. All of a sudden it's like you're a lesser. They don't want to talk to you. Right. Have have you Hank, did you have you tried to contact someone from MLF and, and just flat out say, What the hell? I have. Yeah. I say exactly who I contacted. Then nice message ten I didn't get invited. Why? Yeah. I just want to know why. Right. Somebody tell me why. Yeah. I know. I, I know. I know for a fact that I wasn't the only one that asked why I didn't get invited. Yeah. I. I had. Yeah. Uh, and I know. Yeah. And I know I'm not the only. I know I'm not the only one that looked at the list and was like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Well, no, that that's that's clear. We've had a lot of those comments come through. <laughs> uh, real quick, Brian Carpenter and, and Dave, I had a. Uh, a message come through from a really, uh, really reliable insider in the sport of professional bass fishing, and and the comment was made, and just it kind of echoes what you said, Hank, a little bit. And I want to I want to say his comment, and I want to give his name. 
um, he basically said the war, what's happening right now, sort of, I guess, between Bass and MLF, is not about the anglers, per se. It's about the audience size and the sponsor dollars, right? It's about the advertising dollars and the audience size. Uh, whoever controls that controls the sport, right? Definitely. Yeah, and, and so, you know, the only thing that I would I'd throw into the hat on that, and, and, and when I say this, I say this in the most sincere way, long-term and for the ultimate long-term growth of the sport, is Pete, from, from day one, from this show when we started five years ago, we talked about the ultimate dream of professional bass fishing, which was to be one league, right? One league with one set of anglers and 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 not be fragmented. And, you know, something like this, is, is it the catalyst to create that? And I'm not saying it's MLF. I'm not saying it's bass. I'm not, uh, maybe it's FLW. I'm, I'm not picking sides. I'm yeah. just saying, is this the catalyst to ultimately create one league where there's one body of anglers, there's one place to go for sponsors to, to, to spend money, to maximize that money, to maximize the money the anglers get, to maximize the audience and the way they view the sport? Isn't that the ultimate goal, Pete? Isn't the ultimate goal is to have one league? I, th- I think it is. I think we've talked about it at length, and, and I think it, I think that's the case. So that being said, is this move by MLF to gut bass to make them weak so that they can be consumed, so that they can be merged with, purchased? Uh, I don't is, know. Is that the move? Is that is that what's? And I don't then, know. And, the then maybe, and then maybe and then maybe FLW's next. That, yeah, that's a great great theory. I don't know the answer to that. I don't I don't know the answer to that either. But the you know the point stands that uh, and it's a great point. Uh, from the insider, um, yeah, the, the who the thing that MLF is doing right now is risky, right? Right there, and the anglers are taking a risk, a monster risk, yeah, because there's a lot of promises about numbers, about exposure, about potential money, and where will the eye will the eyeballs be there? Will, right. And 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 here's the deal: if the eyeballs don't go there. The sponsorship dollars will not go there. Right. The sponsor yeah. dollars are going to follow the eyeballs. Right. And 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 that's where we're going to be at right now. You know, Bass has a monster platform for eyeballs with their publication yeah. and their live yeah. show and everything that Different they're doing. Platforms. Different there's, platforms. There's got to yeah. be MLF playing catch up in in a lot of those areas. Uh, some of the areas that that they're doing well at, but um, they're going to play catch up in a lot of different areas. FLW operates on a little bit different model, yeah. you know, a, more of a participation model. So, you know, they're they're everybody's kind of doing something a little bit different. But the 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 war is about the eyeballs, and I guess we're going to see over the next few years who who's going to win that war. Uh, the battle right now is is about the anglers, and we're consumed with it, and it's really exciting to talk about. Yeah. But the but there's a much bigger picture here. Yeah, Hank. Let me let me, let me ask you this. Uh, close your eyes and and give me give me a view of what you imagine the sport looking like in five years. Dude, in in, in five years, well, a couple days ago I couldn't imagine what it was going to look like in two days. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, 
I hopefully, I hope, hopefully, I see that. Hopefully, I see uh, some kind of pyramid or zero scares where look, these are the elite, the major league, elite top guys. This is the level they're fishing at, and then you know uh, maybe a little lesser league right underneath it with everybody under one umbrella and going at it. And you know what? If you're in that top level and you have a couple of bad years. And you get booted down, you just down to the next level where you have a shot to get back up. Um, my biggest thing that I would love to see in the next five years, uh, it could be a pipe dream, could be a wish, I would like to see no entry fees across yes. the board. Yes. Agreed. Totally agree. And that would be no, something. No, no entry fees across the board yeah. takes out the argument about everything. Because Greg Hackney has said it for as long as I've known yeah. I don't have no. If I don't have any entities and the money's right, I don't care what we fish with. I don't care where we go. I don't care what we do. If the money's right, we don't have any entities. Let's go. Yeah. And I so I so believe that. I think that's going to be the only thing that's going to step it all the way up to take us to a true professional major league fishing stack. Uh, I I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that, Hank and and Pete. I I think that falls in line with um, you know, there's a change at some point where a professional sport needs to get to that level where it becomes you don't pay to play, right? And and, and you saw it in golf. To, at the top level. At the top level. Yeah. You saw it in golf. You saw it in tennis. You saw it in some other sports where originally they were pay to play, and then as it grew and something like this happened and shook it up, it eventually emerged as, as, a, as, as a no entry. So I, I agree with that, Hank. That That's, that's great insight. I, I think... I think that's a great goal. I think I think if we can change one thing in five years, I'd agree with that. That'd be at the top of my list as well. And that being said, too, because I, I know I'm going to get short, you're going to need to get off to talk to the almighty boy. Um, <laughs> the one thing that I will say that I will give props to Bass about and the Anderson family and them getting at it, they have, they saw the writing on the wall. They probably didn't do the best at being proactive before. But they are sending every waking moment opportunity dedicated to fixing that and moving forward the angles we have yeah. and the good field out there and going forward. They're no longer worried about going backwards and what if, they're going about what can be. Yeah. And to that, I have to give them serious props because I, I would imagine being in their shoes at this time, taking this over and all, all of a sudden having this massive explosion go on, that's pretty stressful. That's that's it's a tough place to be, and you got to you got to give them credit for for doing that, yep. you know. Yeah, and Hank, again, I'm sorry, Hank. I was just going to compliment you, man. I appreciate your honesty, and I know it's a it's a tough scenario that that you're dealing with, but uh, you know, I appreciate your honesty coming on the show and and you know talking in real terms with us about what's going on in the sport. Well, I've always said the best way to do is just say it up front. At least I doesn't have to hear from somebody else. Yeah. Well, we oh, we boy. we appreciate it, and thank you for joining us on the show. And I'll I'll definitely see you soon, Hank. Yeah, guys, thanks for inviting. Good Hank luck, Terry. Everybody, good luck this year, buddy. That was that was great. I I I like I like that we're getting other anglers on because we've heard from fans all night on IM. We've heard from top guys at the organizations, and now we're hearing hearing from the soldiers. We're hearing right. from the players, you know, and I like that. And and he was God. You talk about honesty. 
he he said what he felt, and the, and you got to appreciate that, you know. And I think a lot of people feel like that. I really do. There's no question, man. I mean, you're out there. You've sacrificed everything to be in the spot where Hank is. Everything. You don't get there by accident. I mean, you got yeah. you got to sacrifice your time, your efforts. You got to you know cultivate your craft. Yeah. You got to spend so much time at it to get good sponsorship, battle, battle the best in the yeah. world. I mean, it's it's a tremendous amount of sacrifice to be there. It's a lot of sacrifice. And you know, so obviously it's going to be passionate. You know, his future. Could be compromised. Yeah. Could be the best thing that's ever happened to him. You just don't know, and it's uh, it's frustrating. Don't know, uh, Miss Rebecca. You just sat back on the couch. I I want to throw you into the fire on this real quick. I'm sorry about that, but I want to. <laughs> she's got you her okay, eye. Brian? She's got her eye on that piece how of chicken. Wait, I didn't hear you. Oh, two minutes. Okay. Okay. You got two minutes to answer this, but there we just had Hank Cherry on. Hank Cherry was very honest, and he was he's disgruntled. Um, about being left behind, and he wanted to know why, and he hasn't got an answer. Give us your opinion. You know, there's a lot of guys that were left behind or passed over, or however you want to say it. Some guys made a choice, but a lot of guys were left behind or passed over, and now are are at best, whether they want to be there or not. Give give them guys a piece of advice. There's a lot of them watching right now that are there at best. Give them a piece of advice. And put the mic closer <laughs> to your mouth. Yeah. I mean, it's not a. It, I. I don't. It's not a bad thing. No, no, no. It's not a bad thing. I don't think there's a simple answer. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Uh, there, I'm on now. Yeah. Hi. You, you switched welcome headsets. Back. Oh, did I? Sorry. Yeah. So, I don't think there's a simple answer for this. Yeah. Um, and I completely understand those guys and and kind of that 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 feeling of being left behind in that darkness and. Um, but I think if once you can get past that, I think you can start to find some of those positives. Yeah. The fact that you're a bass, which I know those of us in the industry have, you know, are trying to figure out, should I be at FLW? Should I be at bass? Should I be at MLF? Um, that's very much an inside the industry thing. But I think there's one thing, like we've seen through social media and a lot of feedback, there is so much strength still behind that Bass name, that Bass brand. There is so much support for those folks that are at Bass. And I'm not trying to diminish the other organizations. Don't take this the wrong way. But there is an unknown with MLF. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of people sitting back going, what is this? What's going to happen? It's great that these huge names have gone here. Yeah. But what are you offering? What are you giving me? You've got sponsors mm-hmm. going, okay, so if I'm not paying you like Jack Links, like do I even get to have right. exposure? You know what you're getting with Bass. Right. You know this 50-year-old brand. Now you are someone who's been there for a couple years. Yeah. People know your name. Bass's energy has changed, just like Dave came on and said. Yeah. They are supporting the anglers more and more. Now's the time you call Bass up and you go, I'm still here. Yeah. I'm staying with you. What are you doing with me? Right. Where do I end up? Where's my exposure? Right. When are you putting me on the website? How do I get in the magazine? These yeah. are the sponsors I have. What are the sponsors you're bringing to the table? How do I connect yeah. with them? You have so many opportunities because there is strength for you there, and there is a known yeah. between the organization, the sponsors, the, the everything. Yeah. You actually are in an amazing 
position. Yeah. That's a great point. That's a great point because I think I think uh, you know not to console them, but the guys that are at Bass, whether they want to be there or not, have a great opportunity. And not only from a standpoint of competing and winning and exposure, but to change the sport there as well, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's you know we we we've we've harped on a, a lot of negative tonight, but I want to harp on a little positive, which is, you know, the guys at Bass have an opportunity to change the sport for the better there. The guys at MLF are going to change the sport for the better, and even the guys at FLW. I I think I think the timing of this. Is all is all good in the fact that we all have an opportunity in whatever perspective league you fish to put your foot down and say, I'm going to grow the sport, I'm going to change it for the better, I'm going to get more people involved, and it's and you can really do it because everybody's listening right now. So that's exciting. As a, a huge opportunity, and a, there. as a branding yeah. and a sales tool, just because that's what I do. But you know what you're selling. Bass has those numbers. You know the exposure. You you know everything that you're giving. And now you are this name. You're this huge thing there. So yeah. you partner with Bass. You sell to the sponsors. That's that's a huge issue. Um, and I hope that Boyd talks about this a little bit. Boyd yeah. hasn't come on yet, right? Well, we're getting him on right now. And I'm, and so I'm, that's a huge question yeah. for Boyd. Like, yeah. what do people get? Yeah. Well, we're we're going to talk to him about that. And I'm glad you I'm glad you talked in reference to the guy still at Bass. Because it's not all doom and gloom for them, no. and, and I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that. I think that's important. Uh, Brian DeCarpenter, I think we we've got, uh, and, and this is we've been waiting all night to to talk to uh, to talk to this guy. We're so excited to have him on the show. We've had him on before, um, but it's an awesome time <laughs> to have him on right now. The frying to, pan is hot. Yeah, the frying pan is hot, and we're we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about the the past, the present, and the future, but especially the future. Of where the sport's going, and uh, original founder of of Major League Fishing, owner of Ducket Fishing, of course, and and I don't want to leave this fact out because this one gets left out in some interviews he's on. But 2007 Bassmaster Classic champion, Pete, that's a big title. Uh, Boyd Ducket joins us tonight on iClock. Hi, Boyd. Hey guys. How how are we doing this evening? Doing great. I would never leave out your classic win in in, in the introduction of you on this on this show tonight. Man, and I do I do appreciate that. I uh I I've, I've always loved bass fishing and have uh have been really proud to get to compete in the accomplishments uh, that I've had a chance to to earn there in the fishing business. It's been a passion of mine since I was a kid. I've always loved bass fishing, and as the years went by, professional bass fishing. So, uh, which, you know, converts to all of my energies today. Man, I just love the fact that I've been able to move over with Ducket Marine and, and the dealership and, of course, you know, with Ducket Fishing and then all of the growth at Major League Fishing. It's an exciting time for me yeah. to get to put all my energy into bass fishing. That, that's awesome. Uh, first of all, before we get into it, let everybody, because I know where you're at, but let everybody know where you're at and what you're doing. And from a standpoint of a hospitality event, I gotta, I gotta tell you, cause we've talked earlier, that it's gotta be one of the biggest hospitality events I've ever heard of. Where, where are you calling from right now, Boyd? Well, I'm at Big, I'm at Big Cedar Lodge in, in Missouri. It's a beautiful place that nobody's ever been here. Phenomenal place to, to bring the family. Jennifer and Eli got to come with me this week and everybody that fishes professionally knows how hard it is to spend time with family. So, yeah. uh, it's just, there's so many cool activities here. We're having fun, but, 
We're here at the MLS Sponsor Summit, and that's always a fun week. It's an annual deal for us. It gives us an opportunity to interact with our sponsors, uh, you know, hospitality, and, and we work hard. We have meetings and, and try to do things uh, that we feel that we can work together to grow the sport of bass fishing. That's what we're all in it for. Uh, i got to tell you, I think, uh, you know, you talk about uh, capitalizing on on things that are important to do. Since we're on the topic real quick, i got to say that hospitality, treating sponsors right, you guys have done a, a tremendous job at that. Uh, I, applaud, I applaud you guys for taking a different stance on that than a lot of tournament organizations have over the years. But I, I, I want to get right to the first thing that came to my mind when I'm like, okay, we're going to have Boyd on to sort through this mess and to figure out you know, questions and, 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 and everybody's sort of in a, in a daze right now. But the first thing I want to ask is, the last two weeks have been a whirlwind for everybody. Been a whirlwind for the anglers, the fans, the sponsors. You know, it's almost like everybody's head spinning. But when you look right now, and, and if you look at the current list of committed MLF anglers, 79 guys who are, are essentially the best in the sport, what's your first thought? Give me your first thought that pops in your mind. Well, my first thought is I ha- we have uh, one additional slot we're w- waiting for a commitment <laughs> on. J- just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, but outside of that, we're we're real excited. This is uh, this is a long term plan for us, and it continues down our path. That's uh, six or seven years old now, and you know it's the next major platform for us to continue to push in our direction. So exciting times. I, 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 you mentioned right there, and, and this is something I want to talk about because, again, there, Pete, there's a lot of people watching that don't know the backstory. Uh, you know, we got fans and listeners right now that, believe it or not, Boyd, some of them are are just tuning in and being, you know, in the last week, and they're, what's MLF? There, there are some of those people, right? I've seen the comments. Uh, talk a little bit about the the humble beginnings seven years ago, because I. I was there at that first event. I, I remember, but talk talk a little bit about that first event and and the 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 feeling at that first event and the vision at that first event and and has it has it progressed to where you envisioned it back then seven years ago at Lake Amistad? Yeah, absolutely. That, those are fun memories, Mike. And uh, you know, to go to the very beginning. Uh, you know, early on, this vision of what Major League Fishing would become, that's something that uh, Gary and I, Gary Klein and I, sort of had two different paths going, and, and we merged with uh, with our ideas and and got a chance to get some anglers that, that wanted to believe in an opportunity to, you know, not create another tournament trail. It's not about that. Uh, what we wanted to do was have a chance to uh, to be able to build a business model and get uh, both our sponsor partners involved and get anglers involved that were willing to invest both time and money to give us a fair chance uh, for our sport, professional bass fishing, to be recognized uh, in a wider platform and a larger platform uh, because we knew the value that would make for professional anglers, uh, just like some of the other sports that have gone through growth. Uh, you know, yeah. it takes a big media platform to create the cash flow necessary to make it great for professional anglers. Yeah. So that's one piece of it. Uh, another piece of it is, uh, 
it's certainly, uh, you know, the opportunity for us to create something and, and invest well beyond, uh, you know, the pool that our industry existed in for so long. You know, uh, we have great organizations in the sport that we all grew up with. They remain great organizations. And, uh, and, and so, you know, we don't, I didn't see it back then, and I, and I still don't see it today as, of a, as competition for a tour or anything along those lines. Mm-hmm. It's, hey, can we pull together this energy from our corporate sponsors, our equity sponsor in KSE and Outdoor Sportsman Group? Can we all agree on a vision that gives our sport a, a true chance? And can we find a mechanism to create the funding so that we can afford to, uh, to invest in our future, which we do in the form of media platforms? So watching that happen from that first event back in Amistad, we didn't know what we were doing, had a great idea. You know, we, we made lots of mistakes, but, uh, but, but certainly that, that vision has never changed and we have just added to this freight train of momentum. It it seems every year, uh, we've been able to add team members to this powerful team that we had, uh, you know, the management and employees at Major League Fishing, second to none. You know, you know, Mike. I'm, I, I'm a, I'm really a businessman first, and a, and a professional angler second. It's, it's been my passion since I was a teenager. But I can't break my desire to work either. So, yeah. uh, you know, from, from that side, I'm really more in my wheelhouse now, uh, you know, than I am on the water. And so, I recognize uh, what has happened is this, this tremendous opportunity and this alignment of, of partners. Uh, and and the anglers yeah. that are willing to invest their time. So uh, so that's kind of the history of, of, yeah. of where it came from. That idea has progressed to where you see us today with our our uh, four cup events and our world championship, and and then moving forward this opportunity to make it much larger. That's what today is about. Right. I I I was going to say I agree with everything. A fond memories from that first tournament uh, seven years ago, Lake Amistad. Everything was amazing, except the stay at Byron's hotel. <laughs> yeah, we did. That was Byron talked us into you know Byron was just trying to book out his hotel. You know, all the anglers. Yeah. Wow. But I love I love Byron. It's probably worth it. Yes, it was worth it staying at uh, uh, the Bates Hotel. Uh, I I, I want to I I do want to switch though and and real quick because you mentioned it and I and I want I want the viewers and the fans to hear it from you, Boyd. Um, we called the other guys we had tonight to the plate on, on on what you just mentioned, which is a vision. We we called Bass to the plate on it, and you know we said. We gave him a five-year vision. Uh, uh, we called Bill Taylor to the plate from FLW on it. We said, what's your five-year vision? And, and you're talking about this vision, and I, I sense it's a little more clear from, from your standpoint and what, and what Major League Fishing wants to do. Give, give us the overall long-term vision of MLF in, in five years or maybe even beyond. What, what, what is the vision? Well, and that's a, that's a great question that uh, – and, it, and it's, uh, I'm trying to find a way to condense that answer because it's massive. Um, but the vision remains very close to, to the same as it has always been, and that is 
to, uh, first off, take people within our industry, both both anglers, uh, you know, equity partners, uh, yeah. these, these 80 new anglers, and sponsors, and make everybody believe in the dream that what we have always seen as our playground can be so much larger and so much grander. And if we're willing to invest, and that's what this assembly of horsepower is, with with all that we have involved, and we remain conscious because we know that if we're successful, we'll bring a lot of new people into this sport, which will make it better for all of us. It'll give us all so much more opportunity. Uh, we have to be uh, respectful of our environment. That is one of the things that uh, Major League Fishing with our catch and release uh, you know, the, the messaging that we have, that's one of our goals going forward. And, you know, things in this world today uh, get taken care of by, by groups. You know, you have to have a voice. And, and the outdoorsmen in this country today, uh, you know, they don't have as big a constituency and as strong a voice as they used to have. Yeah. So making people aware of our sport, we, uh, our, our uh, you know, our outdoors and our fisheries, that's all part of this plan because that will benefit every single one of us. So, uh, you know, we're moving in that direction. Yeah. Hey, uh, real quick, let me remind everybody watching and listening right now, uh, we've got Boyd Duckett on. If you've got a question for him in the next 15 or 20 minutes, please hit us up on our IM. Uh, we're going to get it through to him. Uh, Pete, I, I I see you over there. You're like in deep thought. I, I know I, I know the look when you've got a question you want to ask. I'll pass it to you right now because uh, I I can see it in your eye. Hey Boyd, I uh, I watched you on uh, Bass Talk Live, um, you know from a couple weeks ago, and you know this is there. Boy, there's a lot going on here, and um, there's a lot of controversy. So I guess Mike's pointing to me because he wants me to <laughs> dive into That's the controversy. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true at all. <laughs> That's a little bit true. No, it's not. But, uh, <laughs> the, um, <laughs> no, Danny said it to Dave, not yeah, you. Yeah, that's a, that's a real controversial stuff. But, the, uh, you know, you um, a lot of what you talk about is this monster platform, uh, media platform, which is going to be required uh, to move the sport to the next level. Um, you know, I, I've heard you talk about it. You know, you just mentioned it just a little while ago. Can, do you, can you shed some details, on, you know, for us about – uh, is that is that all television? Do you have uh, you know other media platforms that you're that you're diving into that's going to be able to you know provide that platform to the anglers and the sport? Uh, can you shed some light on that for us? Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, uh, by comparison to what's out there, you know, our investment in media is is many multiple times. Um, we will we will film more than eight hundred and fifty television program hours, uh, 850 television program hours. I mean, that's phenomenal and unprecedented by many times. Uh, that will that will get filmed the next year through all of our 14 events. In addition to that, um, the, uh, the advent of live, for, especially for our endemic audience, uh, you know, Bass has, has shown us how fun and exciting that is. We don't want to miss uh, that opportunity to offer Major League Fishing uh, live as well. And uh, and we have some great ideas to try to improve and enhance that to make it more fun and exciting for our viewers. Now, you know, television is currently uh, is currently the king of the hill 
in a media platform. But remember, and and we have uh, we have great media partners in the Outdoor Sportsman Group and all the talent in that team. We're fully aware that that television is a is a slowly sinking media to some extent. But remember, we own our content, and and we're fully aware of that. Uh, their investment in MOTV, which is a different drive to media, and and all of the new and up-and-coming uh, media streams where people will receive their their sports and their entertainment, we want to be part of all that and intend to be part of all that. So we're, we're building this content, uh, fully prepared to give it into whatever media form it needs to be. So, uh, you know, we're ready for the future with a long-term plan. Well, that's a lot of hours. That's a, you know, that's certainly a lot of media coverage. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be excited to watch a lot of it. Um, but let's get back to what's happened here. You know, we've had, we've heard it a, a number of times. You know, bass has been gutted. Um, you know, you, it's, it's somewhat of a hostile takeover is, you know, and we've heard it said a number of times. Is is the intent here to weaken bass so that maybe you can merge with them, purchase them? Um, is there any motives in, in the process along those lines um, that you guys are involved in? No, not, yeah, not at all. There, uh, bass is a great organization, and there's a lot of great anglers, uh, you know, at bass currently, and still will be at bass, uh, as well as FLW. You know, we're not, we don't really compete specifically with those leagues. Their, their business model is very different than ours. They're, they're uh, a, a tournament participation league, in, in my opinion. Uh, that's what has been out there. And we're, we're very different than that. Uh, we're currently, uh, we're television-based. Our focus and goal uh, is to find a way to bring more people through the, through the medium of exposure to make people aware of our sport and to have the opportunity to bring more people into the sport yeah. uh, for all of the, uh, the those positive, positive items we talked about earlier. And uh, so so that's really what our long-term uh, focus is, and, and those organizations are what we grew up with, and they will continue to grow great anglers and, uh, and have opportunity. And I'm going to say this as well, because this has always been part of our business plan. I, I believe this in my heart. I've thought about this for six years. So there's nothing nothing quick coming here in thought process, but you know, if we if we're able to be successful and and we go out and, and we're able to make more people interested in bass fishing and there's a lot of horsepower to make that happen, guys, that's gonna be a huge benefit for everybody that fishes uh, from a grassroots level to a professional level. And I fully expect that we will rise the value uh, of the other leagues in this sport through participation and demand. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of the old adage, you know, if you raise the water, all ships rise. And make no mistake, we are in it to raise the water for all, for everyone. Yeah. And, uh, and I believe we'll be successful at that. So it seems rocky now. Because you know we're moving uh, and we we do have a very powerful machine, but it is our full intent and part of our business model uh, to make it good for everybody in it. So that's uh, that's part of our business plan. Uh, 
that that's great to hear. And 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 you know, growing the sport, uh, building new participants, there are things that uh, we I all mean, want. It, we all want the sport I, needs. The we, sport needs it. It's paramount to to the growth of the sport. I I want to I I do want to hit you with something, boy, because it's uh, I mentioned it earlier in the show, but I've really really been paying attention uh, more than normal to social media to uh, people's comments. Uh, you know, we we've seen this. Uh, it's almost become a a parade of of people posting where they're going, right? Whether it's with MLF or Bass or FLW, it's almost become this really cool thing of guys posting different ways. And, and I've been more, I've really been focused on the comments, and a lot of them. I, and and we used the we we threw the number out earlier that was about sixty forty. It, 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 from my estimate, 60% are, you know, in favor of the guy's decisions and they're for it. 60% of the guys saying, yes, yes, you're good here. But 40% are, and especially for the guys that went to MLF, are concerned and echoing what Pete said. You know, um, how could you be disloyal to Bass? How could you tear down the shield? Uh, you know, how, how could you do this? And... I'm cognizant of of that because I I don't believe that is the case for anybody involved here. But how how are you handling that? And how how should anglers handle that discontent with with fans or the general public? Well, you know, change is scary. And it's scary for everyone. That's one of the things in people having uh, you know, managed and started many businesses. You know, within you know within my employee base, change is always frightening, and uh, and so you're going to have mixed emotions. I think, given the opportunity for us to move forward, and when the world sees our genuine efforts uh, to do things to make this sport stronger and more powerful than it's ever been, uh, those those opinions will quickly change, and uh, I think there'll be great appreciation from uh, not only the fans. But definitely everybody that participates in bass fishing. I think you'll see a great appreciation for the investment and the energy that we've put into this project. Yeah, and, and, and the other thing too, I, I saw, and and, and you, it's up to you whether you want to comment on this or not, Boyd. Um, I, I saw a lot of comments that said, "Man, why couldn't MLF just partner with Bass? Why couldn't they merge with Bass? All sit down at a table yeah, and work they, this out." Do you want to address that? It's totally up to you if you do or don't, because I know the real answer, but it's up to you whether you want to talk about it. That is a good question for people to be aware of, uh, and, and I think it's 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 safe to say we we did attempt to do that, yeah. and we talked about things that we could do together. And the Bass organization, uh, you know, with their plans and it's, it's their company and their choice, we couldn't find common ground to get together to do this. I personally would have liked that. You know, I want to say, because uh, there's, there's never been any intention for it to be in any way damaging to Bass. You know, I've been a member of Bass since the early 70s when I was a young teenager. I have every magazine since then. The, the Bass brand and the Bass Shield has a very special place in my heart, and it always will. You know, it's my opinion that the current ownership is sim- simply a steward of the brand, as was the previous ownership. And if, if, I, if I got a chance to buy it one day, I recognize I would only be 
uh, a steward of the brand. Uh, you know, and yeah. be, and that because that brand is powerful and means a lot to us. So, uh, with that being said, uh, and that's not to take away from FLW. Uh, in several of the interviews, people have asked me about FLW. I think every one of us got our start in fishing. Yeah. They've done such a great job in yeah. grassroots. I'm an old red man guy. My, some of my yeah. first big tournaments were Golden Blend events, uh, first-class organization, and, and they do a great job. Uh, they do what they do, and that's different from where we have our site. So I don't really see us in competition with those two leagues. Yeah. I see us with a completely different mission than what their business models are. And uh, and I hope that all of us are successful because we help each other, you know, get another step up the ladder. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, Pete, what do you got? Well, you know, s- some more uh, stuff, controversial stuff. Boyd, we had uh, – um, name escapes me at the minute. Hank Cherry? Hank Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Hank was on. He was talking about he didn't get invited to the MLF, um, and is very very opinionated about uh, the selection process, the lack of transparency, not knowing why he didn't get picked. Um, you know, can can you address that for us yeah. now? Like what? And 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 it, and it goes. It, it does go both ways too. You know, I I, I think again what we saw from the IM tonight and and we're going to let Dave chime in on some some more questions but we've had some of these coming through Boyd uh you know why guys were included some guys were included Gary Gary Klaus's name came up a few times why were guys excluded uh not just Hank Cherry but Scott Ashworth's name was brought up we've had Brian Thrift Brian Thrift we've had these things come through and 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 I think it's something you know I, I think it's something we should talk about uh, it, it's for sure been a hot topic here tonight. Um. Yes. Well, you know, let me say that when we first started yeah. uh, Major League Fishing, we had the same process where, where we took 24 guys that uh, that had a passion about the sport yeah. and were willing to do the work. You, you remember back in the old days, Mike, you know, we... we 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 went to tournaments on our own dime. Oh yeah. We you know we didn't make any money. We yeah. fished for free. Yeah. Uh, you know we did what it. You know we put the time, energy, and money into growing the sport, and uh, and so, and that was a very successful process. And I remember back then there was some questions about you know uh, those that did or didn't get invited, but the business model was very successful by that group of by that selection. Now, here we are again at the next stage where we had to select an additional group. Um, we already had, you know, 50 guys or 51 guys or something involved in Major League Fishing. So, and I think uh, Bass Fan, uh, from memory, has 350-some professional anglers in our sport, 350. Yeah. And, and, and we're adding, you know, 30 guys or something. Unfortunately, because there's some great anglers in the sport, unquestionably, uh, that uh, that I that I want to see ultimately end up uh, in major league fishing, and I believe that they all will. They'll certainly all have that responsibility as we complete our feeder tour, and those guys will come through and and be part of it. You know, we cut ten guys a year, so gosh, in you know, in four years' time, in the in the cut, that's half the field will be turned over. But that same selection process. Uh, remember that, you know, we are the guys investing heavy in a television product. Uh, you know, we wanted to, to have 
samplings from all age groups. We wanted to be full to fully represent all segments of the sport of bass fishing. You know, so it's just not as simple as points or trophies and hardware and all those things. And uh, you know, I'd love to have all the guys, man. I mean, you know, that was one of the hardest things for the selection committee was to you know know it in your heart. Uh, that that all the guys couldn't currently be part of it. It's just impossible because of the small number of 80. Now that being said, uh, those guys are are at, they're in great places. I mean, they're you know Bass has made some very positive changes. Uh, you know, uh, I may go back over there and fish a couple of years if they'll let me. Man, I you know <laughs> get a chance at one more classic or something. Man, that's a great organization. As is FLW. So, you know, no one uh, no one has anything less than they had and, and probably have more than they had. Yeah. And I think that the assembly of the anglers has certainly made both leagues very aware of the needs of the anglers. And uh, I think that, uh, that those of us at Major League Fishing, we're obviously, you know, angler-owned and angler-driven. We're very aware of that. And I'm proud of the fact that it looks like bass fishing, professional bass fishing, is getting better for all anglers at all leagues, yeah. and uh, and that's awesome. You know, I, I'm glad to see every everybody step up and have an awareness of the pros because, you know, we are professional bass fishing as professional anglers. We've dedicated our lives to it, and uh, you know, so so it's in our heart and soul, and and it's great to be appreciated. Yeah, I I I, uh, I, I want to echo that. I, th- I think we we have definitely. Uh, pulled this out of the mess tonight pete that there are a lot of positives about what's going on in the last two or three weeks a lot of guys felt like it's seemed like it's the end of the world Mm -hmm. but it is i think that i think it is going to have a huge positive impact on other leagues and the sport in general and so i i I agree with that it's had a positive impact on the viewership of this show it sure has <laughs> i'd also agree with that uh dave brodzik i know there's thousands of ims coming through right now for boyd pull out some good ones hold on can't hear you go ahead we actually have a caller we have a caller hey boyd it's cal hey. it's cal jacobson hey mike <laughs> hey how we doing buddy all right mike I sent you a stamp to mail me my invite. TMLF, what's up? <laughs> oh, I hear you. Let well, me... go ahead. Let bygones be bygones, you know, Mike? Hey, man, I, you know, Carl Jacobson is one of my favorite people. I love the fact that, that you had enough passion in this sport uh, to come all the way from uh, Australia and compete with, with us over here in the U.S. And uh, I'm looking forward to the day that you're in Major League Fishing, and I can I can watch you compete uh, at, in in this format as well. Outstanding, Mike! You can watch me compete tomorrow if you send me my invite. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Hey, let me let me tell you, Carl. There is one invitation left. <laughs> okay, there is still one invitation left. So you have you have time. If you can beat. If you can beat Mike Iconelli in an arm wrestling contest, I'm pretty sure we'll respect that as the final invite. Uh, I got a better challenge. We'll get out the reelers right now and put them on the table. 
There you go. We'll put, we'll put them on the table, Becky. What? Put them on the table. <laughs> them. <laughs> what, what are we putting on the table? Reels. It. Did they say reels? No, I, don't I don't know. Elbows? Break um, out the golden rule. Yeah, I got it. I have it. Oh, yes. Yes. I have it. I have an elbow. All right. All right. Nice hearing from you, Carl. Thank Thank you. Like, uh, Carl Jackson, everybody. Oh, but, but, by the way, I think our Facebook just dropped. We're still live on the website, okay. but uh, I think Facebook's had enough. All of right, us. there you go. They everybody, only let you go four hours. Yeah, they only <laughs> let you go four hours. Everybody watching, if uh, you were watching Facebook, come on over to iClive.com. They, uh, they didn't hear that because <laughs> <laughs> we're not on anymore. I'm actually getting delirious. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> and by the way, Carl would beat me in an arm wrestling contest, so I'd, I'd be out if that was the. You'd be out, yeah. Yeah, there you go. You'd I'd, be out. I'd be out. Uh, Boyd, I, I want to jump on. I, I know Dave's looking at her IM, and I'm I'm kind of sort of trying to monitor some of our social media. And I, I see this one coming up a lot, and, and, and I, I'd love for you to clarify this. A lot of people want you to clarify, or they're un, unsure of what Johnny Morris and Bass Pro Shops, what their involvement is. Uh, moving forward in the MLF uh, in the MLF tour. Well, the uh, the opportunity to get uh, Bass Pro Shops involved and Johnny Moore specifically into Major League Fishing. You know, uh, I have uh, all the respect in the world for for Johnny and his his care for the outdoors. He's a, obviously an outstanding conservationist, but. You know, that's a term that's thrown around a lot. You know, in, in fishermen's terms, uh, he has a soft spot in his heart to protect fishing and the wildlife and, and, and provide us, uh, you know, provide us the, uh, the environment that we can continue to, to do what we love to do and hunt and fish. You know, that so perfectly fits uh, what we're trying to achieve in, in the growth of the sport. Yeah. And the wisdom that comes from that management team in doing things correctly, and and as we as we grow this thing and people come in, it's it's critical, you know, to have to have those brilliant minds involved. So that's my biggest excitement of having you know Bass Pro Shop, uh, you know Johnny and and John Paul and the rest of that management team involved. Is uh, you know it's like having uh, uh, you know it's like putting Tom Brady on your team when you're you know playing football, yeah. man. Uh, you know, and I know you're an Eagles fan, so that doesn't go over <laughs> big. But you know, so so let me I'll let me draft some from your team. But the whole point is uh, that's what that that's the exciting part for us. And then you couple that with our existing equity partner uh, KSE, owned by Mr. Cronky. You know, he's a big outdoor enthusiast as well. Loves hunting and fishing, uh, loves the outdoors, and he spent nearly a billion dollars in the outdoor industry in networks and, uh, and, and outdoor magazines, outdoor websites. So to, to be able to take that passion uh, of those two great leaders and combine them with the anglers, that is a powerful force, guys. Yeah. That is what that is. That is uh, uh, I'm as proud of of this business model being assembled with this much force that all uh, have the, that can share the dream and help carry the load to take this thing to the next level. This isn't conversation. Uh, this isn't, uh, you know, just simply striking. 
at the existing fan base we've always had, but these are investing millions and millions of dollars to go out and legitimately uh, make a difference in bringing a lot of new eyes to our sport. And uh, so that, you know, that kind of answers the, uh, that answers all of the partners' questions, yeah. uh, positions, actually. And it's, uh, man, it's an awesome dream. This is a, this is a great day for the sport of bass fishing. Yeah, that that that's awesome, and and I think you gotta have you gotta have in, in, involvement from from companies like that, from partners like that. Uh, it's critical to the growth of a business. But to clarify it, Boyd, because I know I know this will come through on the IM if I don't ask it. Is Johnny Morrison Bass Pro Shops a sponsor? Are they an owner? Are they a partner? Uh, Bass Pro Shops is a sponsor. And, ba- and Bass Pro Shop and the individuals uh, are fully invested as individuals. They are not an equity partner. They are a sponsor partner. Uh, but, but trust me, guys, they're all in. Their heart's in it. They love our sport, and, and they're a great resource for us to lean on to try to make this thing happen. Who Doug, you, uh, I've read and saw that the anglers own 51%, or I've heard that, can you get what is the breakdown? Who who are the owners of this new organization? Yeah, the angler organization, uh, which is called PBT, uh, they're a fifty percent owner, and uh, and OSG uh, division of KSE, Mr. Cronkey's company, uh, is the other fifty percent owner, and that's the that's the equity stake. Interesting. Did now I had heard that at one point Bass Pro Shops was. Wanting to be an owner, um, I guess. I guess. Um, I guess it happened in a different way where they opted to be a sponsor. Uh, you know, over the over the past three months, I've heard I, I've heard so many things that shook me up. I didn't know what weekend was up. I got up one morning and, and Johnny Morris had bought bass, and and we didn't know about it. And then and then I heard that we sold out, and there was, I didn't know if I had a job. And so it's been a it's been a crazy mixed up world, but but that that's the facts of where everything stands. Everything coming from me is a rumor. So. <laughs> I hear you, buddy. Yeah, Pete's Pete's a big rumor. I'm, I'm on the outside, I think, but it's fun to be here. Yeah. All right, Boyd. We've got uh, we, we've been very serious with you up until the point of the call from Carl, uh, and I I I think at this point it, we can't we can't let you go. You know, you've been on the show before. We gotta yeah. we gotta throw a little bit of silliness at you, and we do have a really special in studio guest that's come all the way from a galaxy far, far away to ask you a series of stupid questions. And yeah, okay. We've got the one and only Stormtrooper back in Ike Live Studio tonight. Stormtrooper, how are you? Good to see you. Stupid questions. I I meant good <laughs> questions. I meant I didn't mean stupid. I meant good questions. Objection. Objection. All right, how you doing, Stormtrooper? Outstanding. Okay, you have questions for Boyd? I know you're very interested in this whole thing that's gone on the last two or three weeks. Boyd Duckett. Yes. I have a series of yes, thank you. I have a series of questions to ask you. Some from the I am, and some from my own curiosity. <laughs> okay. True, true, true of us. Is it true Scott Martin got snubbed because of his association with Guggen Bates? <laughs> well, you know, to tell you how, just to show you how bad a fisherman I've become, 
I'm not sure what Dugan baits are. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. That is a good answer. So I'm way back. <laughs> is it true Ryan Swift was omitted because of his love for the Paco Leaf? <laughs> you, you'll have to ask me that again because being from Alabama, I don't recognize Stormtrooper uh, lingo quite as well as I should. I will reiterate. Is it true you omitted Brian Swift from the tour because of his love for tobacco leaf? Tobacco leaf. Tobacco because leaf. Of his love. His love of tobacco leaf. No, that's that's not the case at all. Uh, and uh, yeah, we look. We certainly look forward to the opportunity for Brian to be in. Like I said, there's many many great anglers that I wish could be part of it. Uh, and Brian is certainly at top of the list there. Is it true Combs was left out due to an on-the-border squabble over smallmouth? <laughs> an argumentative squabble over smallmouth? <laughs> yeah, yes. That's pretty close. That's pretty close. Correct. You know, the, uh, the, the first off, you know, the fish that Combs catches have got the biggest mouths I've ever seen because I've competed around him. In his mouth, most of the bass I catch, I could put in the mouth of of the ones that Combs catches. So, <laughs> so smallmouth and Combs don't go together. Next question, Boyd. Who? Some have compared your new organization with Vince McMahon's version of the NFL. Who will be the he hate me of MILF? <laughs> Who could be what now? There was a player who played for XFL named He Hate Me. <laughs> who will be the, your He Hate Me? My He, my he Hate Me? Yes. He Hate Me, the player. <laughs> yeah. So which player which player would hate me the most? Is that what the question is? We can go with that, yes. <laughs> well, see, that's going to probably change event by event because if I if I actually get a chance to beat a guy I expect that'll be that week's biggest hate. <laughs> we'll take him a week at a time. It'll rotate. <laughs> It'll rotate. Next question. <laughs> True or false? You issued executive privilege to Tommy Biffle to lower his shorts two inches for ratings. <laughs> Uh, there's no question that the management team has spent way too many hours worrying about Tommy Biffle's shorts. I, I can't, I can't give you all the details on what the final instruction is, but much time has be spent has been spent trying to figure out what we're going to do with with Biffle's shorts. Oh, they're bad. True or false? The anglers will be forced to march by you pre-tournament with your white rods at Port Arms. <laughs> what? you got to ask me that again. I missed it. Is it true or false that you will force the anglers to march by you in formation with your right white rods in port arms? You, you know, you're, you're giving me an idea that I've never considered. <laughs> and, I, and I'm trying to figure out how to make this positive for the anglers involved. 
uh, because it's brilliant. <laughs> you, Stormtrooper, you might want to get royalties on this one. Yeah, that was smart. really good. Am I supposed to be shocked? I am brilliant. <laughs> Next, we are we are ending the inquiry. Next question: Will Shelly Sanders a compete? B go away. Or C get more coverage as she deserves. <laughs> so, so you're asking if she should compete. Or, or get more coverage? Or go away. Or go away. <laughs> or go away. Or go, or go away. I, I think it would be fun if she competed, and then she would probably get more coverage. But based on the strength of this group, she'd end up having to go away. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Uh, Good question. True or false? Oh, there's more. Oh, no, 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 no. Hey, he's making them up on the fly now. That's what he's doing. Oh, God. No, go ahead, Stormtrooper. True or false? Is it true that Pete Glusek is Nate Velleman's backup choice? <laughs> Who's back now, Nate Wellman's back. Now, see now I now I realize you've got inside information. Now I'm concerned. There's a leak. There's a leak in the organization. You've got them all. We got them all. I'll be making my announcement in just a little while. That is all I have. <laughs> Thank you, Stormtrooper. Thank you, Stormtrooper. May may the force be against you. (laughs) That's right. Man, it was nice, Pete, to have Stormtrooper back. It was. A couple shows. Man. Wow. All the tough questions, Boyd. You deflect it very, very well. I love the is it true questions. I do. I like that. That should be a feature. Deflected it like a deflector shield. Like (laughs) a deflector shield. Yeah. Uh, Boyd, I, I, I want to hit you on something, and I, and I, I know the answer to it, but I, I, I want you to tell everybody. We, we've we talked all show about um, this unique time in the sport where where anglers are truly bonding. Uh, and outside the lines, right? Outside the lines of leagues, you know, Bass, uh, BASS guys are bonding with MLF guys. MLF guys are bonding with FLW guys. It's really unique. I mean, you know, 20 years in for me, and I've I've haven't felt this in such a long time. And I, and I think a lot of it, I give credit to MLF for a lot of it for starting that feeling. Um, you know, we talked about this true association of professional anglers, true touring anglers that is sort of above the leagues, above BASS, above FLW. Uh, is and, and, and you know, just hit me straight. If the anglers collectively, and that number you threw around, 350 or 380, whatever Bass fan says it is, organized, would would Major League Fishing recognize a group like that? Absolutely, Mike. That, you know, we, we are a league uh, formed by the anglers yep. and driven by the anglers. And uh, and one of the things that makes it possible is... is uh, is our collection of anglers yeah. and everybody pulling the rope in the same direction. And I think that, uh, you know, certainly uh, the bass fishing world has recognized the, the strength of the anglers. And, I, you know, 
I've talked to some of the other guys. I've heard some uh, some suggestions about different things. You know, one of the things that that we built way back uh, is the PBTAA, our Anglers Association. Uh, so, you know, so that basically all MLF anglers have a voice at the table, and that's something we're genuine about because there's no better place to get the skinny on what needs to happen in bass fishing other than the guys that do it for a living. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's there's so much value there. And so if that could be done across all the boards, I think it's brilliant. I think it gives all the leagues an advantage yeah. uh, to get a chance to uh, to hear a, a, a solid voice from the anglers, and it keeps us moving in the right direction. Yeah. You know, it keeps all of us collectively. So uh, yeah. if that's something that, that, uh, that actually can get put together, um, you know, I'll, I'll sign up. You know, with all this extra time I have, you know, I'll, I'll sign up to help any way I can. That's right. Well, I mean, that, that, that to me, that to me is the most amazing thing to hear. And I, I really think, you know, that's the strength of why, you know, Pete, why we looked at this mass number of people that went to MLF. I think the main reason, there's so many, you know, things you could point to. You could point to the media exposure. You can point to the, the, the entry fees, the money, the payout. But I, I sense that, you know, the guys were so ready to take control of their own future and their own destiny that, you know, this was a spark in that direction. And I, and I, I really do, Boyd, I, I think that's something that you guys have done right, and I applaud you for, for you know, looking at the bigger picture, which is above and beyond the leagues. And I, I think that's the future of the sport. I really do. I really do. Yep. Uh, real quick along those same lines, and, and this ties into it, and I, I had I have to throw this one in here from my notes. <laughs> uh, give me a longer term. What, what's the what's the long term future of MLF? And then here's the real question. It goes into the second part. Do you see a day in professional fishing when there's just one league, one? One main league, really, and 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 I believe that has to happen to be a to be a true professional sport. Do you see that day coming? You know, I agree. It would certainly help our industry uh, have a chance to do all the right things if we were in fact one league. Uh, you know, that's hard to to make happen. Uh, you know, that's one of the things I think Jerry McKinnis recently posted, and there's, you know, not a lot I, I have agreed on in the past that, that Jerry McKinnis has posted, <laughs> but that certainly is one of them. And, uh, but, but to do that, you know, it's a dream that we as anglers and fans of the sport would like to think of, but you have to also respect uh, free enterprise and the value of competition. Yeah. And you yeah. can't expect people uh, to, to do what's not best for their business. You know, we might all want to have one auto manufacturer, but but that's really not our choice. Those those investors, those people that work hard in the auto business, all have a right to compete and try to do things and chase their dreams. So you know, it's a it's a that's a really tough one. What may be possible, Mike? would be for all of the leagues to find a way to pull together, still owning their businesses independently, but being able 
to pull the rope in the same direction so that they uh, so that they you know have the philosophy that if you raise the water all ships rise yeah. I would like to see that and I think that is possible I think it's possible for for all three leagues and anybody additional that gets into our sport to you know if they're genuine about the growth of the sport the benefit to those that participate and the benefit for us as professional anglers I think that an assembly of the minds uh, you know, picking a direction that benefits all of us, there would be great value in that. And that is possible. Yeah. So maybe that'll come true. Yeah. It's a good vision. It's a really good vision. Well, you know, you've asked that same question to all the powers that be that we spoke to today. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everybody certainly wants to work together. Yeah. You know, and certainly wants to work with the anglers. Yeah. It's great. I, ho- I hope I hope it happens. I, ho- I hope that's uh, I hope that's a reality. You know, whether it's a year away or three years away or five years away, I hope I hope that's something we can we can work toward. You know. So next week on next week on Ike Live, we can have our first management meeting between the leagues, and you can host it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, For full transparency. That's right. And I think the uh, uh, I think the head of the executive committee of that should be Stormtrooper. There you go. Yes. yes. He doesn't take well, any. He doesn't take any shit, which I think would no, be great. No, for no, no. You can't pull any punches with stormtroopers. That's right, uh, Dave. I know you got some couple last minute things for Boyd before we let him go. What do you got? We do. Uh, Krav wants to know who has a better chance of getting the last invite: Hank Cherry or Judge Kavanaugh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Well, well, it currently is in the hands of Ike. Okay, and I and I don't really know. Uh, Kavanaugh probably will be looking for another career, so he may be very deserving. But I definitely give it to, to Hank because he's a, he's a great angler, and uh, you know he's one of many that I wish was in it. And I, I you know I wish many times that our number was much higher than eighty, uh, because Hank and a lot of the great guys. Uh, although they're left, right, you know, they're left in a good position, but uh, we certainly want to find a way as time goes on to let everybody be involved because that's our dream. Yeah. What else you got, Dave? Oh, that's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you had a look like you had like 30, 30 questions. Someone sent through. I swear, like someone had to have taken. Uh, it was like a twenty-minute paragraph that, I, that it had to take at least 20 minutes to type. That's wow. what I was looking at when you saw my face. Oh, uh, okay. You are trying to dictate. There's yeah. there's no reading that at this time of the night. There's no, no reading. <laughs> Dave, Dave's read the most he's read since he's been alive. Since <laughs> grade school. It's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> you've never read this anymore. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, Boyd, uh, I, I, I want to thank you for, for joining us. I know I know how stressful and busy this week is uh, at, at the Sponsor Summit and uh, Man, it, it's been it, it's been real. It's been an amazing show, Pete. It's been insightful. I, I've learned a lot myself uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> about what's yeah, going on. We've and, learned some new things, and I I really believe we've shed light to a lot of the fans and listeners on what's the real deal, what's going on, and and the real reasons that this happened, and the future of the sport. Which the great thing is, everybody wants to see it grow. That's yeah. a commonality, and that's that's an amazing thing. So. Boyd, one more for you. Ooh. A gun to your head, you have to hire one of these guys for MLF. Uh, Pete Klusik, Fat Cat Newton, or Pat Runway from Stray Kids. <laughs> Pete, Pete compared to who now? 
fat cat? Exactly. And, exactly. Uh, oh. <laughs> question <laughs> answered. Question <laughs> answered. <laughs> and, and Pat Renwick. And, and Pat Renwick. Oh, God. You know, that, I, the way you know how I look at that? I look at that the same, the same eye as I do lottery immigration. Okay? You just, it, that's just... You you uh, you pick a ticket and we'll take whatever comes. <laughs> Pete is so insulted. Right now. I think I think all three guys are. Oh, yeah. guys. See, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be happy if I couldn't go off the show knowing I pissed off somebody. <laughs> Paybacks. I advise everybody to watch Bass. <laughs> hey, it's. I'm going to have to mail everybody white rods just so I get back on the show. <laughs> oh, I'll, shit. I'll send the addresses. Send the address. Post the address live. Uh, Boyd, thank you again for coming on. and uh, I, I really do appreciate you sharing the, the vision and, and the ideas and the concepts of, of what Major League Fishing is about. And uh, Look forward to a lot of cool things from you guys in the next couple of years. Man, it's uh, we we have we are launching to an, to another place, so it's going to be fun and exciting these next couple of years. And thanks, guys. I, I love your show. Uh, I catch it every chance I get. You guys are are always insightful. You ask the real questions, and you have fun along the way. So uh, you you have a lot to be proud of too. Well, I appreciate it. There you have it, Boyd Duckett, everybody. Good luck. See you guys. Wow. Man, what a show! I, I I I don't know. We've heard from uh, we've heard from the big hitters from mm. every league, from uh, BASS, Dave Preck. We've heard from Bill Taylor, mm. uh, two Bill Taylors <laughs> from FLW, and uh, and last but not least, Boy Duckett from Major League Fishing. I let, I I, I want to take it. Let, let me let me start. Brian the Carpenter put you on the spot because you've had you had. I, I want to put you on the spot for the first time tonight. You had off camera before the show started. You had, you had an opinion. Has has what we talked about tonight? Opinion. Cha- you had an opinion. You had a thought of what's going on. Has what we uncovered tonight changed your view at all of what's going on the last few weeks? I <laughs> <laughs> think this isn't radio. Yeah. <laughs> if it was radio, we'd be fired right there for dead air. For dead air. Yeah. It's not radio. It's like live. We can do anything we want. <laughs> uh, there were some impressive people on. Um, I don't know. It's 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 going to take see, a I little. See, yeah, it, I mean, we'll we'll see where this whole thing goes. There's still right. a lot that has to happen to, to right. see where this goes. You know, yeah. LF's got to prove itself. Yeah. What can Bass do? You know, right. ML, you know Who's going to go from FLW to Bass and, and right. how? Dude, there's so many unknowns. I think I think you know the big thing is. Even though there's anglers that are out there that are pissed off, like Hank was tonight, and there's a lot of other guys that that felt snubbed, and, yeah. and some guys on the FLW side as for sure. well. I, for I, sure, I know they're. Yeah, I still think the big picture is a lot of power just swung in their way, and it's up to them now to, to take to it, take advantage of that situation, right? And uh, and I think also the fans are winning right now. So I think the fans I, are know, winning. The fans myself, are getting are going to get more, which is a win, right? Yeah, you know, I, I still I still hurt for bass. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Because like yeah. Pete said, you know, and like we grew up with that. Yeah. And 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 there is nobody better at covering the sport than the Bass Live crew. Um, and and I think they're all amazing. I'm, I'm you know consider them friends, and and uh, I'm a big fan of what those guys can do, Zona and Sanders, and yeah, and and uh, our, our guy Ronnie and. Um, 
So it kind of hurt for them guys, yeah. you know, and some of the anglers that, you know, kind of all their friends left them, but, yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, see, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, Dave, let me, let me get your opinion, and also, I, g- give us an honest, I know you, you've been looking at everything that came through tonight. Give us an honest, honest opinion. Give us some kind of, like, breakdown or overview of where our viewers stood on supporting bass, supporting MLF, supporting FLW, or somewhere in between. I will. Would you like to talk about a side thing that's going on sure. here? That I want to. All right. So Absolutely. there's some white knights that are asking why he didn't invite any female anglers. And why Boyd didn't? Why invite. Boyd did not invite any female anglers? And yeah. I mean, for me, if there were if there were female anglers on competing as boaters in FLW, yeah, or BSS, I could see asking that question. Right. But the like just to throw invites out to women? I don't know. I mean, I, right. Well, so anyway, I'm getting accused of all kinds yeah. of. Um, I'm siding with. No, I mean, it's it's, it's yeah. actually a legitimate question. Beck, do you want to handle it? You're you are a woman. Do you, do you want to handle it a little I bit? I am. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Um, I I'm actually not offended whatsoever that there's no women that were extended an invite to MLF, and this is not. Like, I'm all for women coming up through the ranks. Yeah. But let's be honest. If you are a woman right now, if you were extended that invitation to MLF, would you really want to be the woman who took it? Because you know you'd be seen as the woman who has extended the invitation just so MLF could throw an invitation to a woman. Or do you want to work your way up through the ranks like everybody else did and make it into FLW or... um, or bass at the elite level and be extended the invitation the same as the guys did. And yeah. I'll probably get slaughtered for saying that, but That's as fair, a woman, dude. I always, no, I, 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 and I'm, I'm a woman in business. Like I want to do it exactly the way the guy did it. So I prove to you, I did everything you did and I deserve to be standing right here next to you. Yeah. And, and not to say that that woman, if she was extended the invitation at MLF, maybe yeah. didn't deserve it, but the perception would always be, she was given that spot because just because she's yeah. a woman. Yeah, I, I I agree, and but I gotta I gotta tell you that I can't wait for the time when we have a, a woman in the top tour, whatever tour it is, because having girls, you know, having three girls, uh, I want I want mm-hmm. them to be able to aspire to look up to someone in professional fishing, and and say, man, I can do that. Yep. You know, I, that'd be a breakthrough I, moment for the I sport. Think it's, I think it's gonna happen one day. Yeah. I mean, we've had a lot of. Females compete absolutely on, on both FLW and bass. And, absolutely, and, and currently, right now, yeah. yeah, yeah, and to some, you know, decent success. It, it's just a matter of time until there's some breakthroughs. There's yeah. a lot of amazing women working their way up through the ranks. Mm-hmm. How, how about how about how about we steer them toward Martha Stewart? You know what I mean? Like I don't know why. Why do we got to steer them towards angling? <laughs> why can't they, you know what Martha I mean? Stewart? Well, she's an amazing woman. No, come on. She's an entrepreneur genius. Get out of here, man. Don't rip on Martha Stewart. Shame you. She was in prison. I don't even know where we're going. What with we got here? Oh, we got a caller. We got a special caller. Hold on. I thought I thought this night was winding down, but it's still going. Uh, caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Jared Littner. Jared Littner? Yeah, Jared Littner. Yeah. Jared! Is this, the, is this the real Jared Littner or is this the fake Jared Littner? Hey, he called for his mustache. No, this, is, this is me. Oh, hi, Jared. How you doing? Hey. Um, I'm sitting here watching Ike Live like everybody else, trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, I'd, I would love to hear your comments because we started with a big jumbled mess. 
and we're trying to figure out if we've sorted anything out or if it's still a jumbled mess. What are your thoughts? I think it's still a big jumbled mess. Um, however, there's a lot of questions that I have that got answered. Um, awesome. Well, now what I'm listening to myself on the show. First of all, I want to know where I got the idea to have his mustache like mine. <laughs> so that's, a, that's an infraction. It is. I, I will pay. No, you know what, though? I'm fair. I'll pay the licensing fee. Let me know what it is. Okay. We'll sort it out. Well, I just want to know that. Okay. But my, my question after listening to Boyd and, and you know, every everybody that's been on there is what about companies and this has been my main thing with MLF. I'm fully committed. I'm all in. What about the companies like Tackle Warehouse that you and I are both sponsored by? Yeah. Uh, Academy, um, Sportsman Warehouse, um, all these, you know, not Bass Pro Shops, Cabela's. Where does that fit in? And are we, are we going to be able to represent them in, you know, longer than the three years. And that, that's my kind of main concern, because yeah. without Tackle Warehouse, I wouldn't be here today. Absolutely. And that and that's a great question, Pete. I, I almost wish I could call Boyd back real quick and throw yeah. that in there. I, I, I can only answer it like this. I, I can tell you that from my understanding, and Becky, chime in on this, because you, you followed this a little bit with me as well, for those eight tour events, uh, we're, we're going to have a lot of flexibility, right, to be able to promote yes. any any yes. sponsor across the board and do a lot of what we do right now. Um, but, but you know, what you're saying um, during the four cup events, I think we will be limited. And, and that's a worry. You know, that's a, that, that's yes. a concern that we're going to be limited there. Mm-hmm. And the other concern, you, you hit it right on the head, Jared. I'm glad I'm so glad you brought this up, is what happens after the three years, right? What what happens yeah. as this moves forward? And, exactly. you know, let, yeah, yeah. Let, let's say Bass Pro and Johnny Morris gain more power or more ownership or some ownership. What happens then? Yeah. And, and the only yeah. thing, the only, Jared, yeah. the only thing I can say to you, and I, and and, and I seriously, I'm, I, I want to, I want to keep stressing this all night, is one of the only safeguards we can put into place as anglers, right? Is that mm-hmm. we bond together as a group above and beyond MLF, above and beyond BASS, and when something like this happens, right? We, you know, we we bond together and there's strength in numbers. And we have a voice above and beyond that we can we can look at a bad practice or or, or something that's unfair and have a real impact mm-hmm. on it. You know, I I think that's important. I I don't want anyone Correct. to to lose sight of the fact that above picking the sides in the in the last week, it's it's been tough on guys. Don't yep. lose the sight of yep. this is the moment to organize together as anglers. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it, it just kind of, you know, it, it, you know, look, for me, everybody knows, without Tackle Warehouse and, you know, I have a deep, really deep relationship with those guys. Yeah. Without them, I wouldn't even be calling you. I wouldn't even know you. So, 
you know, for me, is a kind of a marriage, um, yeah. if you will. And if I couldn't represent them, yeah. I wouldn't even be where I'm at. Absolutely. So if that's taken away, it's kind of like a whole part of my life is gone. Yeah. And I couldn't do it. You know, I couldn't sustain. Yeah. So, I, you know, many of my conversations with Boyd um, have been about that. And he has ensured me that, you know, that that is not going to, you know, that's not going to deteriorate or whatever. And I just kind of wanted, awesome. yeah. wanted to that's a good, hear your opinion on yeah. all that. And, it, it, it's you know. A, yeah. It's a great point. It's a great point, and, and again, I think you know if if you look at if you look at it as a as you know a ship, right? You know we're we're the the anglers are are the crew with a ship, and if something starts to go awry, you know the 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 crew is going to right the ship. It's going to fix the problem, and that's either going to happen by addressing the organization as an angler group and saying you have to fix this, or or the anglers as a whole leave or take a stand or move back to another organization, right? Yep. Uh, you know, the moment right. the moment that I feel threatened that I can't represent sponsors that aren't tied directly to Major League Fishing, uh, let's start naming them. Tackle Warehouse, Toyota. There's a lot right now for me. Mm-hmm. The moment that that's right. taken away from me, I'm in trouble, and, and, and I've got to right the ship. Well, what you're talking about, too, is... Uh, an angler organization independent of these where watchdog. where where you you have a grievance you know Jared has a grievance yeah. and says hey you know yeah. they're not letting me you know run my tackle warehouse boat i got to they're limiting me yeah. and and the anglers can collectively get together and say you know wait a minute this, this is not what we agreed to that's exactly right we're not going to let this happen to well, this guy I'll, this is our I'll guy you guys are perfect Example, um, I've been competing in the league for whatever, 12 years or whatever it has been. And then I was doing the uh, opens this past year. I signed a deal with GMC, and I was in the top 10 over there at Lake Norman. Um, you know, I have truck wrap with GMC, the whole deal, local dealership is all good. And I had a have my boat towed through the wind with Toyota. Right. Yeah. My guy, no longer than three minutes after the weigh-in, texted me. He's like, WTF, what's going on? Yeah. Why am I helping you with a truck when I got no representation? Yeah. That was a bad, that's been a bad uh, deal about Bass and Toyota, forcing you to use that that vehicle in the classic it happened to me and yeah. and every top 12 yeah. you make you got to you got to use that Toyota truck which kills because my I have a Bash University title wrap on my truck and exactly. uh, you miss out yeah. you miss out on a huge opportunity there Yeah Yeah I'm not I'm not bagging on Bash I'm just saying for my guy what do I what do I tell him uh, well that's just the way it is and at the end of the day We've had we've had some crummy audio tonight. Wow! Yeah, coming through those calls. <laughs> Sorry, Jared. Sorry, Jared. 
Sorry, Jared. Well, we did we did get the point, and that was yeah. that was a great point. I'm yeah. glad Jared called in. And uh, what the hell is with that? I don't know. Phone interference. That yeah. one was the longest one we had all night. Though. Yeah, it didn't stop. No, it didn't stop. Uh, it's a great point, and I think we got to be cognizant of that. And and you know, I keep getting back to this whatever this thing is we're talking about, association group or whatever. But there needs to be a safety net. There needs to be a watchdog and 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 to stop this stuff from happening or, sure. or to fix it. When guys you know? are getting when guys are getting protested, you got to have or, or DQ'd. You got to have an organization that can go to bat for them and say, "Hey, wait a minute. We want to make sure this process yeah, is unfair. fair." Right. It's got to be due you process. know if if yeah. if there's a grievance about you know sponsorship yeah. logoing. You know yeah, we've always needed that. We've needed that singular voice to say, "Hey, wait a minute." organization whatever decision you're making against one of our guys yeah you got you got to deal with us That's you right. got to deal with us first hey we're jared's calling back sorry jared i'm not answering <laughs> it's, it's 10 minutes of five hours into this thing wow i'm done all right i got yeah. work in the morning all right cool let's uh is that the, is this the all-time longest i don't this know might be no that pro-am one was yeah longer. the pro-am was longer yeah we did that for uh before before we go though i did uh it, it's it's funny because it's like the end of the show and i finally want to introduce i think because it's the first time <laughs> i had a chance <laughs> who is this guy uh, it's john he's been here john before. McGraw right. on yeah. the cast right, yeah. Yeah. Right. let's not stretch this mother effer out any longer <laughs> no i just I will shut it off come on you're turning into your son you're procrastinating make your announcement bro people have been waiting for days hours okay all right do we want to take a vote no we're not gonna take a vote um let me before I before I make my announcement. Let me get into the nuts and bolts. <laughs> no. Brian, give me give me a break. I just want to thank I want to thank everybody for coming on. Give me a break. People are texting me wanting to know what's going on. Uh, I, I honestly do. I want I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. I'm quiet over there. Try to say something here. Take take your time. Hurry up. All right, take my time. Hurry up. Uh, no, honestly, I did want to I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight for watching uh, this episode of uh, of Ike Live. It it, it kind of came full circle tonight. We talked about how we were we were going over these topics five years ago, and here we are. I feel like we've come full circle on the show, and and I appreciate everybody watching and the fans for help helping grow this show into what it is today. Uh, thank you to our guests that that called in. Uh, we had Dave Preck from BASS. We had thank you Dave, appreciate that. We had uh, Bill Taylor. From FLW organization, call in. Thank you, Bill. Uh, both Bills. Thank Other you, Bill both Taylor. of you, Bills. Yes. The real Bill Taylor. The real Bill Taylor. Uh, and of course, we had Boyd Duckett from Major League Fishing. Uh, I want to thank those guys Hank Cherry. Uh, for calling in. Hank Cherry, uh, Jared Littner. Uh, uh, yeah, I want to apologize to Brad Knight. He was supposed to hop on and talk to us, and uh, we just it, it just got out of control. So. He's in bed already. He's probably in bed. Yeah, he's yeah. been watching. Oh, has he been watching? Okay. Yep. Uh, uh, apologize, Brad. We'll, we will get to you in. I'll get to you personally on some other notes. Uh, yeah, but it's, after I leave, Mike's going to call you. Yeah, I'll call you. Uh, <laughs> it's been an amazing show, and I hope everybody has uh, more insight onto what's going on. Th- this, honestly, I, I've been putting this off. You know, I, I've, I've felt uh, felt funny about this. And, and there, I don't know that there's a right way to do it. I don't know that there's a wrong way to do it. And I don't know that there's a right place to do it or a wrong place to do it. Uh, you know, but at the end of the day, I wanted to explain, you know, my decision, uh, and, it, and it's going to be three parts. And uh, Brian the Carpenter, my decision's going to. There's three parts to it, and 
There's three parts. There's three to parts decision. to it. Look, Dave's laughing because oh I'm my still. God. <laughs> it's going to be real short though. Is this uh, like the Lord of the Rings three parts? No. It's not Dante's like Inferno. No. There are three parts to it. Uh, you know, the first part is um, is a little bit of just uh, what you've heard from a lot of the other anglers. And I, I, I did want to preface this by saying, um, you know, it's been amazing to be able to forge a career in professional fishing. Pete, you, you, you're right there with me. We've been really lucky. And I wanted Very to lucky. thank everybody that had a part in that from freaking the guys I grew up fishing with right here, sitting on the couch back in the booth, to, uh, yep, to, uh, you know, to the BFL ranks, to the Federation, the old Bass, Na- you know, the, the old Bass Nation, the Federation ranks, to Bass for all those years, um, and, and even MLF, you know, to, to be there from the beginning. To be able to build my brand through MLF, uh, it's been it's been an amazing ride. Um, you know, the second part of the hat would be uh, I am very very cognizant of two things, and I and I and I want to let everybody know this is the most important thing to me above any of the decisions on picking a league. This is what I'm focused on, and and the one you've heard is growing the sport. I am so focused on growing the sport, and I want to do it in every way I can, whether it's through a league or multiple leagues, right? I want to work with FLW. I want to work with Bass. And I want to work with Major League Fishing to grow the sport of fishing. But there's ways to grow it outside of tournament fishing, and I'm super focused on that. You heard me talking about my new Nat Geo show, Nat Geo Wild Show, called Fish My City um, next next week, October 12th, 10 p.m. Um, great example of growing fishing outside of tournament fishing, right? I can reach more people through that TV show than I can any other way. The Ike Foundation, getting kids involved in fishing. That, that, that the most important thing to me right now and what I'm focused on is growing the sport of fishing. The second part of that is is the anglers themselves through all this over the last um two or three weeks it's been tough to consume all this information and um you know you have to consume it and make a choice and through all that i'm so focused on you heard it here tonight over and over again and, and we really we cornered the organizations and we cornered guys to say are you for the anglers would you support the anglers would you would you uh, recognize an angler group outside of uh, outside of the the tour that that particular tournament and and unanimously everyone said yes tonight and I am so focused on unifying the anglers right now and and that is uh, is very that's paramount to what I for what I want to do in growing the sport um, you know but at the end of the day. Pete, you know, unfortunately, at the end of the day, I think, um, and I said I'm going to support all three tournament organizations, but at the end of the day, I'm going to have to pick one to fish next year. From a standpoint of physically being there and competing in a tour, you can't you can't do two. You certainly can't do three. So I have to pick one. So I'm 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 for the growth of the sport. Number one. I'm for um, getting new people involved, and I'm for the anglers. 
and for sure I want to grow the fan base and keep my fans and get more fans involved in the sport. They're the most important thing. But Brian DeCarpenter, I mean, at the end of the day, I know everybody's this has been a long show and everybody's waiting for it, but I, I'm here to make my official announcement. And I'm, I'm going to tell you my pick on which tournament organization I'm going to fish in 2019 is...